Howdy everyone and thank you again for tuning in to the Jeffersonian Tradition. Before we get started, I have a couple of things to go over. For now, the podcast is mostly ad-free and I sure would like to keep it that way. You can help me out with that by becoming a supporting listener. If you find value in the podcast, there's a link in the show notes page that will enable you to contribute to my work and help keep the podcast going and light on advertising. If you're not comfortable with a recurring contribution model, I've also set up a cash app profile for the show, and one-time contributions can be sent to the show's cash tag, which is $MrJeffersonian, and all of this information will be listed in the show notes page. Any contribution amounts help, and thank you in advance to anyone who chooses to pitch in. In other show-related news, if there's a topic you'd like for me to cover, or if you just have general questions for me, I can be contacted at the show email address, which is mrjeffersonian at outlook.com, or through the show's MeWe group, which is also titled The Jeffersonian Tradition. And if you aren't on MeWe yet, then seriously, what are you waiting for? Unlike a certain other social media platform, MeWe respects the right to free speech and offers a privacy bill of rights. So if you'd like to be a member there, then download the MeWe app and search for me at the username Mr. Jeffersonian. The show group is private, so we must be contacts before I can send you the group invite. And if you aren't familiar with MeWe, contacts are the same as being friends on Facebook. And with all of that fun stuff out of the way, let's now turn our attention to the topic for today's episode. Alright, so today uh, I'm going to do kind of a sub-series, I guess, within the broader podcast, but... Um, my wife and I do try to travel somewhat frequently, and so I thought it may be helpful to do like a traveling through COVID experience um, episode, j- just so you guys kind of know what to expect if y'all do want to get out there. So when I went on my trip, uh, I didn't say where I was going. I, I realize that now in hindsight, but we actually went up to Washington, that, uh, Washington State. That's where all of my in-laws live, except for two. And so we got up there uh, this past Thursday, which was August 19th, and I'm not lying to you, it, it really did feel like we had stepped back in time by six months, just the level of mask wearing and quite literally the hysteria was unbelievable. I, I mean, just truly, truly unbelievable. So it, it got started early. So on Thursday morning, we, we flew out of the Denver airport, not the uh, Colorado Springs one. So... We got to Denver. Uh, I did not have a mask on, didn't plan on putting one on while we were just waiting in the terminal, but we were walking through. We had just walked in the door to get inside the airport and there was a guy walking by. So I didn't have a mask on. There were actually about three or four other people who did not have a mask on. Um, I think, well, there, for sure there was one black guy who didn't, and he was just kind of standing off to the side by himself. And then it was me and at least one other white guy. And I'm thinking there was there was one other one, um, maybe one other white guy who did not. But anyway, so my wife and I are walking along this corridor to start heading towards security. And this guy, this white guy passes by and he's got his mask on and he looks at me. Well, he was actually, he was looking down at his phone and then he looked up at me. And I'm not kidding you. His eyes almost got as big around as saucers and he definitely looked like the stereotypical triggered meme and he didn't say anything like as he was actively passing me while he was still looking at me he did not say anything and and I hate to use this term I, I think it's a very coarse term but he in stereotypical soy boy fashion he walked by and after he had walked by he yelled out over his shoulder you need to put a mask on and so I stopped and I turned around and I said and you need to shut up 
And the guy just kept on walking. Actually, his pace quickened slightly. Not, I mean, he wasn't running away or anything, but his pace quickened ever so slightly. And then he yelled out, you're an effing a-hole. And it was a whiny voice like that. And I just kind of laughed, and I'm like, wow, this is, uh, this is insane. So Denver, they, the fun got started early. Uh, down here in the Springs, things are still relatively normal um you know we're nowhere near where the levels of insanity we reached towards the latter half of 2020 and the first part of 2021 so i was kind of surprised by that i got through security just fine um i i did put my mask on just because i didn't want to deal with the hassle of, of the tsa but i had the mask pulled down under my nose nobody said anything got past security took it off until we got ready to board uh, the plane itself, we flew on Alaska uh, Airlines, and the plane itself, they made it known nobody was exempt, regardless of vaccination status. I was kind of surprised to hear that, but they actually did make it known quite a few times. Nobody was exempt, regardless of vaccination status, regardless of negative test status. You're not exempt. Put the mask on, yada, yada. But once we actually got up in the air, I did leave the mask down, uh, basically under my chin, and prolonged how long it took me to drink my water bottle and nobody actually said anything and then they you know they brought some snacks around and um yeah nobody said anything really so not not too bad not too bad but when we got to seattle because that's where we flew into we got to seattle and oh boy um i'm telling you it really was like stepping back in time uh roughly six months maybe eight months but it, it was like stepping back in time to the to the height of the crazy so we get off the plane. Uh, there are people galore. They all have their mask on. We get our bags and we get outside to wait for my father-in-law to pick us up. And even outside, even outside, I would say it was probably about 70% of the people were wearing masks outside. And even the people coming in to pick people up, um, you know, the just the people who were driving, I would say it was probably about 40% of people wearing masks totally alone in their cars. And it was just insane. Oh, it was just insane. So that first day, uh, we got to the airport in Denver a little bit late because traffic ended up being extremely bad. We we did not anticipate that because of how early we left. But we got to the airport a little bit late, so we didn't have time to get breakfast. So that first day, um, as soon as my father-in-law picked us up, I told him, I'm like, hey, man, I'm starving. You know, can we go get something to eat? And he's like, yeah, sure. Well, um, he has a sister who works at a casino restaurant, and this restaurant is at, or this casino is actually not too terribly far away from his house. So he was like, hey, we're going to go see your aunt, and uh, we'll just get lunch at the casino. So, okay, away we go. We walk in there. Um, I didn't have my mask on after they checked my ID because, I mean, I was going to the restaurant. I wasn't going to gamble. Nobody said anything. Uh, nobody said anything at that point. But on the way out, I refused to put my mask on, and they had security there, obviously, as casinos do. And the guy was like, um, one of the security guys was like, uh, excuse me, sir, you need to put your mask on. And I said, no, it's, it's fine. I'm leaving. And he was like, doesn't matter, sir. You still need to put your mask on. And I said, no, I'm leaving. What? I mean, seriously, what are you going to do? Are you going to kick me out? because I'm leaving anyway. And uh, he had this very bewildered look on his face and he left me alone. But, you know, look, guys, we, we got to push back uh, whenever and however we can. We, we have to push back because this does not end until we say it does. 
And, you know, I'm not going to try to say that I, I'm necessarily a champion of this because obviously I did somewhat acquiesce to get on the plane. I, I get it. There's going to be times you, you have to do something you may not necessarily want to do. But for the easy stuff, like for the e, I mean, for the very easy stuff, you have to push back. Like that altercation with the security guard, he, he really didn't have a response because I, I told him, I'm like, I'm leaving, dude. What are you going to do? Kick me out? I don't want to be here anyway. And so, again, push back where you can. Push back where you can. Um, throughout the rest of the trip, it wasn't, I guess, terrible. Um, I, I did my damnedest not to go into any stores while we were there because, I, I again, I one, I didn't want to deal with it. But two, my wife didn't want me to cause a scene, um, especially while we're there without our own vehicle and all that kind of good stuff. So I guess I avoided it just by not participating in the local economy. Uh, we ate most of our meals at her dad's house or over at some of her brother's houses. And so, you know, hey, look, if they want to cost themselves money, that's fine. That's fine. But if you're in an area where things are still relatively normal, good for you. But Again, I do encourage you, even if you go into one of these insane hotbeds where people are still acting like it's, you know, February or January of 2021 and we're at the apex of daily cases and deaths, you have to fight back. Don't don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, especially if you're in a store or something. I mean, sincerely, what's the worst they can do? Kick you out? I, I really don't think they're going to take on the effort of calling law enforcement as long as you leave. So especially if you've already gotten your desired goods or products, whatever, then, then just leave. Don't, don't acquiesce to their demands because they're stupid and they're arbitrary. Just leave. And from there, don't give them any more money. That's, that's the point I'm starting to get to in all sincerity. It's like, okay, fine. If you don't want to accommodate me on the terms that I would like to shop, that's fine. I just will not shop here, and I hope you go out of business. And that's another thing. I think we must be vocal on that. Uh, when you go to, let's say, a restaurant, a concert venue, uh, even a grocery store, if they're going to act like that, then let it be known, one, why you're leaving, and two, let it be known that, that you do hope ill intent to them that they go under. And you got to force these people to wake up and start thinking about this critically and not just parroting whatever the CDC changing guideline of the day is. And that does bring me to another point. Um, I did sort of have to be the turd in the family punch bowl. That was that was sort of unfortunate. My wife, or excuse me, uh, myself and one of my wife's uncles kind of got into it over mandated vaccines from private employers. And I, I was just taken aback. I, I mean, I, I really was. I, I just could not believe hearing it firsthand saying, yeah, get the shot or I'll just find somebody else. And especially with the level of unemployment that we're seeing in certain areas, I, I don't think it would necessarily be that easy. I mean, employees have finally gotten into a situation. Now, granted, maybe it's because of the government unemployment benefits, but the employees are finally in a situation where they have a little bit of leverage. So I, I really don't think it would just be as easy as, well, You've been working for me for 10 years, but you don't want to get the jab, so uh, you're fired, and I'll just get somebody else who will conform to my demands. I, I really don't think it's going to be that easy. If they let somebody go, I, I think there could be some real difficulty in trying to replace them. And now that the Pfizer jab has gotten full FDA approval, uh, that's something else, and Robert Barnes has been talking about this. He, he's a pretty pretty great attorney. 
Uh, he's got some nationalist tendencies I don't necessarily like. But other than that, fantastic attorney. And Barnes has been saying, um, you know, at this point, especially now that the approval has been given, make the employee or excuse me, the employer fire you and, and then take legal action. And that's something else. I mean, I, you know, I didn't want to say it in the moment, but it's like, look, if you start getting hit with these lawsuits, how many of these things realistically can you withstand before it, it causes your business to go under? And it's, it's like that thought has never even crossed his mind. I, I mean, it really is like that thought has never even crossed his mind. So that was my experience traveling through Washington. Um, I never have I been so happy to be back in Denver once we got back yesterday. Uh, overall, the trip was great as, as far as spending time with family. It's just I, I did not like the repressive atmosphere that, that was around there with the insane levels of conformity. And uh, I thought Colorado was bad until I got out there. So, you know, I, I guess to a certain extent, I got to thank my lucky stars that we are where we are. But yeah, uh, that was my experience traveling through COVID. Um, I'm probably going to be doing another one of these in October. We're, we're going to be going out to Tennessee towards the end of October. So just uh, stay tuned in. If y'all like this, I'll, I'll keep doing it every time we take a trip. I'll, I'll let y'all know what the local atmosphere was like. But suffice it to say, in the People's Democratic Republic of Washington, I was not the biggest fan. But thanks again for tuning in, and I'll talk to y'all next episode. Please remember, if you found value in the podcast, to consider contributing to the show. You can contribute on a recurring basis through the supporting listener link in the show notes page. Or you can make a one-time contribution by using the show's Cash App information, which is also included in that show notes page. Any contribution amount helps, and thank you again to everyone in advance who decides to do so. Also, please consider downloading the MeWe app and joining the show's private group so we can have more sane discussion around historical and current political issues. And all right, with another episode in the books, thank you again for tuning in, and I'll talk to you all next time.